If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. A lot of news to get into here today. Last night was the Raw. We just had last week a post-pay-per-view Raw. Now we had another one. This was the post-payback show, and a lot happened. In fact, it was funny because the term debuts on Observer Radio last night was a lot of stuff happened on the show. Which, in fact, is what we've been telling you for months now. Raw and SmackDown are all about a bunch of things happening. Does a thing happen that turns into something next week? No, not necessarily. Does a thing happen that even plays out over the course of the rest of the show? Well, not necessarily. But you know what? A bunch of stuff happens. And so if that's enough to keep you for three hours, then you probably enjoyed the show. There is a new number one contender for Drew McIntyre's title. Coming off a six-minute loss to Keith Lee, Randy Orton is the number one contender to Drew McIntyre's title. They did a three-way. It was Seth Rollins versus Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. And Keith Lee hit the spirit bomb on Seth Rollins. He turned around and was laid out with the RKO. And then Randy jumped over him and he pinned Seth Rollins. So the pay-per-view isn't until September 27th. So we have basically three more weeks of television where Randy Orton is the number one contender and Drew McIntyre, I don't even know if he's going to be on the shows because they're teasing he may or may not be at Clash of Champions. He has a hairline fracture of his jaw. I'm not quite sure why they had to rush the number one contendership on Randy Orton. Maybe because he did a clean job the night before. They had to remind you that he is, in fact, the top star. But one way or the other, he is now the number one contender. And that's the story from Raw last night. We've also got a tonight of all nights. NXT is airing. And AW, of course, on Wednesday. We could talk about the lineups for both of those shows. Brock Lesnar, Mauro Ranallo, a lot of news. Kick it off after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Girl, I come to see you. Have you-
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. And now today's Real Ketones Good Health Tip. Beginning your low-carb lifestyle, just start simple. Number one, pick protein. Chicken, beef, pork, turkey, seafood, and eggs. Number two, pick low-carb veggies. Cauliflower, broccoli, zucchini, cucumbers, etc. Number three, add good fats. Butter, cheese, bacon, avocado, and nuts. It's that simple. And now a word from Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots. If you knew there was an energy shot that also helped you lose weight, would you try it? Real Ketones Keto Energy Shots give you sustained energy without the sugar jitters or crash. That's why Keto Energy Shots constantly get five-star reviews. The secret is our patented all-natural ingredient, DBHB. This powerful ingredient revs up your metabolism and turns your body into a fat-burning machine in only minutes. Feel energized while shredding unwanted pounds. Pull into a CVS now and look for keto energy shots in the weight loss aisle or go to realketones.com you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network back in the show brian alvarez here wrestling observer live mike sempervivi also of wrestlingobserver.com so an update from the end of the show yesterday when we went off the air brock lesnar not under wwe contract Dave Meltzer confirmed he is no longer under a WWE deal, although his contract expired actually at WrestleMania. So the story that came out yesterday about how his deal had expired, what actually happened was his merchandising deal had expired. He has not been under WWE contract as a wrestler for months and months now. So this has happened before. Site reported that the sides have been working on a new deal. Negotiations have been an impasse. They've paused negotiations. This has happened many times before. 
Lesnar's merchandise deal did just expire. His merchandise has been removed from WWE's website. His profile is still under the active Raw roster page. So I don't think that Brock is going to AEW. Guys, if you knew how much Brock Lesnar was making to do nothing in WWE, I mean, it would cost so much money to get him at AEW. I mean, maybe he could go and fight for UFC, but... I mean, even that, does he want to fight again? He's, he's had opportunities in years past to fight. He even started a training camp once, and halfway through the training camp decided, I don't want to fight. And that was years ago. So it's not like he's hurting for money. He lives on a farm. He doesn't need TV. I mean, he doesn't need any more money for the rest of his lifetime. If he wants to make money, he can chill out. He can wait until WWE needs him. They'll offer him a preposterous amount of money for no dates. And he'll go in there and do that. But for now, I would not expect to see him on Dynamite anytime soon. Would not expect him to see would not expect to see him at all out. Anything is possible. I mean, if they want to pay that kind of money, they could, but I don't think they're going to. And I don't think they want to, quite frankly. So Brock will be out until fans come back, until they find a need for him, and when they do, WWE will pay him and he'll come back. Or he'll it's never a- wrestle again. It's always a great fantasy scenario because Brock Lesnar is such a star that you could put him and drop him, you know, AEW, New Japan, UFC, uh, Bellator. It's great to think about him in other places, but you look at both sides of that equation and where is the juice worth the squeeze if you are not selling pay-per-views, if you have no way to recoup the money you're going to pay to Brock Lesnar you know, is his one or two time appearance going to be enough to put you in another level when it comes to business, put you in, in the stratosphere when it comes to business that it's worth it? You know, I doubt it. And the same goes for him. As you mentioned, there's no reason Brock Lesnar does not have to lift a finger for the rest of his life. He or his wife, they have a uh, a large, uh, I would assume, a large amount of money saved up. They certainly seem to. And now he's just working on legacy money. So why? You know, what's it worth to him if he's not coming back with the what is perceived as the A-plus number one place? You know, it's the same thing with The Rock. When people start putting The Rock in different places, it's again, it's like, you know, it's always it's always possible it could happen. But how does it really truly benefit both sides? This person here says, of course I must read this. You were absolutely correct, Brian. Last okay. night, as well as the next four weeks of Raw, is going to be all about Randy Orton. Keith Lee won the pay-per-view. Now he's taking a back seat. I do not like his momentum being slowed down. Well, listen, they, it wasn't a disaster last night. They're not burying Keith Lee. But no, Keith Lee is not going to be a big-time WWE main eventer at this point. Maybe he will be down the road. But he went 50-50 for seven minutes with Dolph Ziggler. They did protect him in the main event in the sense that they didn't pin him. They pinned Seth Rollins, and quite frankly, based on Rey Mysterio tearing a tricep, here's what happened yesterday. It was supposed to be Seth versus Rey Mysterio in this mini-tournament that they had. Rey Mysterio suffered a torn triceps in the pay-per-view. It's not major. He'll, he'll be out a month or two, but he couldn't wrestle last night. So in his place, they put Dominic. So my guess is that originally what was going to happen is that Rey was going to beat Seth, the main event was going to be Rey Mysterio versus Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, and Randy Orton was going to pin Rey Mysterio. I'm 99% sure that's what was going to happen. 
It didn't work out that way. They didn't want Dominic to beat Seth. Seth beat Dominic, and Seth gets pinned in the main event. But yes, Randy Orton laid out Keith Lee with the RKO. He put him out of action, and he pinned Seth Rollins. This coming on the heels of Keith Lee selling for seven minutes. Well, not seven minutes. Three and a half minutes of a seven-minute match for Dolph Ziggler. I mean, they've slotted him. He is an upper mid-carder. He's not a mid-carder. He's not a jobber. But he's he's definitely not going to be the replacement for Brock Lesnar. And that's fine. That's fine. But that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. People want more, but you're not going to get it. I'm sorry. I I think the biggest problem with last night, and I think you're, again, the last two nights, I think you're, you've been a little hard on the Keith Lee situation, although I completely understand where you're coming from. No. And if this doesn't pan out, maybe not. But they have not done a good transition to Randy Orton's slimy heel guy <laughs> because him out of nowhere with the Photoshop and then not really doing a good job to point out that Orton is so slimy that Keith Lee was the one who hit Rollins with the move that laid him out for so long that it gave Orton a chance to sneak Lee from behind and lay him out and still go over and get the pin. You know, that wasn't established very well. Are we going to see Randy Orton be a a more old, I mean, I know old, old school wrestling and Randy Orton kind of go together, you know, quite well, but like, are we going to see a little bit of a pull away from the psychopathic viper that's been kicking old people in the head and now we're going to get more of the, you know, the humorous slimy type of heel? I mean, that's kind of up in the air too, where, you know, Keith Lee, there was an issue there, but it's like with Randy Orton, it's like, okay, you know, the, the juxtaposition between him kicking Ric Flair and kicking Christian and kicking Edge, and then all of a sudden he's got time to do photoshop i thought was it, it was interesting but i think you're still being a little hard on this but if they like if they wanted to mash him over like they have done with drew mcintyre they would be mashing him over and they're not doing that i don't know how i'm being harsh i'm telling you he is an upper mid carter now i said a little hard on it i didn't say harsh either way i mean this is what they told you the last two days he is an upper mid carter he's not going to be the next brock lesnar he's not in the title picture right now that's, it's all about Randy Orton, and it will be all about Randy Orton for the next three weeks. I'm not being hard at all. That is a factual statement. That's what's going to happen. He also, you were, because like yesterday, people can go back and listen to it. I think you were a little hard on the fact that he wiped out Randy Orton in five minutes. And, you know, you, you even brought up the chin lock and all that stuff. I think what happened on Sunday, I thought for was most a, of the match. I I thought you were, again, I think the percent, I, I don't think Keith Lee lost anything in that match. And, again, wiping out Randy Orton in five minutes, I thought was good. He didn't lose anything. My point is, they did nothing over the last couple of days to showcase Keith Lee except give him a six-minute get-your-arm-raised-over-Randy-Orton. He didn't show anything that he can do. He got, like, four spots in the Randy-Orton match. He went 50-50 with Dolph Ziggler. If you want to get this guy over, it's, it's not hard. I mean, I'm going to make people really angry, but who cares? If you look at what AEW did with Lance Archer, okay... Lance Archer came in, and he brutalized everybody. He never sold for anybody. He destroyed everybody in every single one of those matches. He gets a title shot, he loses, and then he goes right back to killing everyone and squashing them and massacring them, and he hasn't sold a thing since, and they pushed that he's 6-1 and one or whatever. Okay, that's Lance Archer. You got Keith Lee in WWE, and they haven't done anything resembling that yet. He's in there going 50-50 with Dolph Ziggler, dude. Dolph Ziggler. 
Hello? It's not even Randy Orton. It, he, it took him longer to beat Dolph than it took for him to beat Randy. Dolph Ziggler. This is not rocket science. But they have a way of doing certain things, and they're going to do with Keith Lee what they do to everybody else. If I'm wrong, you can all come back to me in a month or two and say, look, Brian, you're wrong. But after Raw last night, I have no evidence that I'm wrong about this. It's, it's the same thing that they do with everybody. It's the same thing they did with Riddle. And where is Riddle a month after he debuted? Well, he's a guy who barely beat Baron Corbett and then got destroyed afterwards. And this feud is going to continue and probably lead to a kiss-my-foot match. Is that what you all wanted out of Matt Riddle? That's not what I wanted. Well, you know, it doesn't matter if you're wrong or you're right. I'm not trying to win that battle. Uh, the only thing I know is if Keith Lee wants to be pushed at a different level, he's got to stop being such a good guy. They don't know how to do anything with those guys. That's the other thing that's going to hamper him. The Angel Garza storyline this person wrote with Demi. Dude, what's going on here? Why is Demi on this show? Why does Angel... Angel... Oh, my God. His gimmick is he's a Lothario. He's the worst Lothario I've ever seen. He keeps bringing this woman to the show. She comes to the show to kiss other men. He, he just ran away last night and left her to the wolves, and then we never found out what happened. There was no follow-up. Anyway, we're going to head to a break, everybody. I got lots more to talk about, and we're going to kick it off when we come back from this next break. So stick around, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800-426-2301. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if 
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Again, the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I, I've been triggered by the chat. Not the whole chat. Oh. One or two people. And somebody on the board. Telling me I'm not objective. That Raw was good. What? Yes. So what I'm going to do in the next segment is I'm going to open up the phone lines. But you're only allowed to call if you want to defend Raw. Last night's Raw as being a good show. Bonus points if you want to call and defend SmackDown as being a good show. Because that show was even worse. I want to hear I want to hear why I am not being objective about Raw. That's what I want in the next segment, okay? Now, till then, I, I got think, some more news for everybody. I don't think they'll be able to do it. I think these people are just gimmicks. No, I don't think no, 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 are, no. I, you think listen, they actually exist? I, well, I'm sure there's, I mean, they, they have to exist if you look at the numbers. Well, I not mean, they are people the chat, out there. Though. There I mean, are people what? out there that, that I'm sure watched Raw and thought, you know, that was a great three hours. I mm. loved that show. It was good. Well, I want to hear from you. Show. I'm opening up the phone lines. Mar Ronaldo and WWE have agreed to terms of his release today. It is expected it will be announced officially shortly, which it was. And WWE posted, WWE and Maranello have mutually and amicably agreed to part ways. Maro's passion and enthusiasm left an indelible and exciting mark with WWE and its fans. Wish him the best in his future endeavors. His departure was not on negative terms. He has missed the last few broadcasts due to going back to British Columbia where his mother has been hospitalized. He was looking for a less stressful schedule, even though WWE accommodated him as best as they could. Uh, and he had been doing the shows from a home studio in Santa Monica where he lives, as opposed to flying into Orlando each week since the start of the pandemic. I appreciate the opportunity. I had to realize my childhood dream of working in sports entertainment. I wish WWE well in the future. Now I want to direct my focus and devote my time to my other projects and to my mental health charitable activities and the well-being of my mother and myself. This is one of the reasons Wade Barrett, 
returned and was in negotiations for a new deal. It does appear it will be him, Vic Joseph, and Beth Phoenix as the new announced team for the for the NXT show. And, I mean, Wade Barrett is not going to be as good as Mauro Ranallo, but Wade Barrett was fine. I, I thought he did a good job on the show last week, so hopefully that'll continue to be him doing a good job. We've, we've seen how things go with the WWE commentators. Ronaldo will continue to work for Showtime doing boxing, with Bellator doing MMA. At 50, he achieved his childhood dream of announcing for WWE, was looking at devoting more time to mental health advocacy, doing voiceover work, and other television and or digital projects. What's sad is that he's continuing to do the Showtime boxing and Bellator, and it would have been cool if he could have continued to do only takeovers. I mean, it's it's once every two or three months or whatever. It would be a very, very limited schedule. He would still have to watch NXT to kind of keep up with what was going on, but apparently he doesn't want to do any of that anymore. Or they decided, listen, you're, you're, either, you're either doing NXT or you're not. I, I don't know what the story was, but I wish he was still doing takeovers. But best of luck to Mauro Ronaldo and everything that he does down the road. Or he does want to do it, and he's just pulled too thin. You know, I don't know what his personal situation is right now and everything with his mom and all that sort of stuff. But as a guy that works 74 jobs, you know, sometimes one is going to suffer. You just can't fit one in. And his Showtime stuff is his bread and butter. It's where he excels uh, in the fight game. I, I know a lot of people love him as a wrestling announcer. I like him as well, too, especially the work that he did with New Japan. But, you know, you, you can't do everything. And if this was the best thing to put to the side for right now, you know, he had a good run with New Japan. He had a good run with WWE. Obviously, there were ups and downs. And he became a even more polarizing figure there than he already was, uh, you know, in the fight game as an announcer. But uh, when it's all said and done, I think he added something to that product. And even though I didn't love him every moment of the, you know, the, the time that he was there, he was a, you could tell how much he stood out and how type, top flight of an announcer he was from the outside when you compare him to every other talking head that they have in that place. After, actually tonight, we'll go with tonight first. So we've got NXT Tuesday Night. They didn't call it Tuesday Night Dynamite. It's Super Tuesday. But tonight we have got a four-way, 60-minute Iron Man match for the vacant NXT Championship. We've got Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Finn Balor, Adam Cole. And the winner is the new NXT Champion. And... The fact of the matter is, we need baby faces. And I have no idea what they do in this match. But I figure that something's going to happen. And Adam Cole's going to end up a baby face out of this. Maybe he'll be screwed. Maybe he'll be turned on by his own crew. I don't know. But we need a top baby face in NXT. So I think that one way or the other... We're going to come out of this probably with Adam Cole as a number one contender chasing. And it could be anybody because the rest of them are all heels. I know that people claim that Finn Balor's a babyface. I know that when he works other heels, he plays the babyface role. But, I mean, dude, if you listen to his promos, in no universe, including the WWE universe, is this guy a babyface. So it's basically right now four heels. I, th I think we're going to get a babyface coming out of this. We're obviously going to get a new champion. The match should be great. So that's the main event. 
We also have a Timothy Thatcher versus Bronson Reed. That's an interesting match. Mm-hmm. I, I presume the winner is going to get uh, the former Punishment Martinez. He'll always be Punishment to me. And I think we got one other match as well. Oh, yes. Isaiah Swerve Scott and Brizango will be facing Legado del Fantasma. And if, if, if previous NXT booking is any indication... One week after losing to the champion, Swerve Scott will beat the champion in this tag match. I'd, I'd bet you anything that's going to be the Naturally, of, of course. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, we also have AW tomorrow. Excalibur will be back on the show tomorrow. Last week he was scheduled to be back, but he wasn't there. But there was a picture on social media of him with the announce crew. So... I, I presumed at the time that that meant that he was going to be doing commentary for this week's show, which is taped. It looks like that's the case. We have also uh, got a number of other matches. Thunder Rosa is going to be debuting on the show, NWA World Women's Champion. We've got John Moxley versus MJF's lawyer, Mark Sterling, which I'm sure is going to be a backdrop to MJF destroying and laying out John Moxley before the pay-per-view. Jericho versus Joey Janela. Jurassic Express and Young Bucks versus Private Party and SCU, with the winners facing each other on Saturday, and the best friends will be facing Santana and Ortiz. So that's the next two days of programming. NXT, tomorrow, we don't know what's going on. They were supposed to be preempted, but apparently the NHL or whatever, uh, they're not going to be playing tomorrow after all. So NXT may be head-to-head with Dynamite in the normal time slot, a a replay. They had originally planned to do the head-to-head on Sci-Fi. So I guess tomorrow we will find out. Are you drinking on air, Mike? That better not be beer. No, Believe me, it's it's not beer. Did you need to take a breath right there to give me the... Uh, I the just saw you out of the corner of my eye. What's that's this guy doing? <laughs> drinking Come beer on. in the middle of the show. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Drinking beer in the middle Crying of the show. Crying out Come loud. On. Stop it. Ridiculous. Anyway, your thoughts on these two shows. Now you're drinking water. That... <laughs> Well, that I was had a to chaser. Wash, I, yeah, exactly. I knew it. I had to wa- wash the shot down with. But uh, <laughs> uh, Reed and Bronson, I just want to, you know, when it comes to Reed and Bronson, I just, there's one where I wish, I hope they have Bronson just killing dudes because obviously they need baby faces very badly. Talked about it at length when it comes to NXT. And I want them to feed him people and, and continue to crush them. But, I mean, time in the ring with Timothy Thatcher, I'm very interested in seeing how that goes because as a teacher he's going to be fantastic. Uh, Jericho and Jan- Janela stands out because it's Chris Jericho and Joey Janela over the ridiculousness of that. I've been critical of MJF being too much of one note, you know, and I hope this is the time and it better. It should be the time where he goes out there and slaughters Moxley at the end. No funny, no BS. Kill it with the, the neck brace and the over the top deadpan selling and all that other crap just give me a guy with some credibility here remind me that this guy is also a pro wrestler who's dangerous dangerous enough to face a guy like john moxley who's got an mma background and we know is crazy from death matches and such so give me the guy that i actually can believe can compete with that that's all i'm asking for tonight when it comes out of mjf and and when it comes to and people are going to complain if they decide to go ahead and pull the trigger and put nxt on usa but I mean, honestly, people will probably make a big deal out of that. But really, what else are you going to do? I mean, they could put anything on there. Why not go ahead and put a replay on there? Back in a moment, everybody. I'm going to open up the phone lines. You may only call if you're going to tell me why Raw was a really good show last night. Back in a moment, Observer Live. 
attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call, that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. On the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Sports Byline Broadcasting, the mightier 1090 AM across all of SoCal. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. If you want to call us today, 844-913-2727 is the phone number. 844-913-2727. Here's the deal. You may only call if you're going to tell me about why I'm wrong and Raw was good, okay? I got my hand on the trigger finger here, so if you if you try to if you try to mess around with this, you're gone. But I will give you your chance to speak. 
I will give you as much rope as you need if you're going to honestly tell me why I'm wrong and Raw was a good show. Bonus points for telling me why SmackDown was a good show. And you get even more bonus points if you could tell me why they're both always great shows. Okay? Stop it. Now you're just begging for people to come in trolling nah, or, come or on, doing everybody. creative writing essays on our show. Come on. Oh, actually, yes. I, I would like to apologize, by the way. Somebody made a very good point. Dynamite is not taped this week. It's a live show. They're selling tickets for it. Uh, they're doing a few weeks of live TV. Then they're going to go back to live and tape. So this week's show is live. So I apologize. But no, Brock Lesnar is still not showing up there. I should open up the lines to anybody that think that Brock Lesnar is showing up on Dynamite tomorrow. All right. Sacramento, you're on the air. What's going on? Hello, Brian. I am the Twitch homie that triggered you to go on this rant. Oh, uh, excellent. I to say. Excellent. <laughs> I, I wanted to say what I enjoyed about Raw last night was the matches. Besides the storylines and all of the craziness that's going on with stories, the matches were pretty decent. Besides the women's tag team match, everything else was pretty decent. It really wasn't that bad. All right. Well, let me let that's me look at this. Stay on the line here, okay? All right. No so problem. No problem. We had Keith Lee, Dolph Ziggler. Listen, I did not like that match. I don't need Keith Lee in there selling for half the match against <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. I mean, come on. How could you not? They're building him up to be a, a strong big man in the future. And no, then he should have squashed the yeah, guy. Little, little Dolph Ziggler got to... <laughs> right? Listen, listen, buddy. I love her. Hold on. That's only in the underground. Hold only on in the second. underground. Can you Hold do on. That? Let's go, Brian. Let's he, go. Let's go, he Brian. He beat come on, come Randy Orton <laughs> in six minutes, and he took seven minutes to beat Dolph Ziggler. You're telling me you were cool with that? Yeah. I mean, I like how they're going with Keith Lee and how they're building him up. They got to take. They, he can't just come in and destroy everybody after just coming off. Of whoa, whoa, whoa. Why? Just come in hold on a second. All the top guys. Wait a minute. <laughs> he, hold on a second. He, he, beat, start somewhere. he beat Randy Orton in six minutes. And you wouldn't be cool with okay. him going to Raw the next day and squashing Dolph Ziggler? That would be a problem? A guy who can sell a squash from a guy like Keith Lee? Yes. That would be a problem? I mean, hey, I, I love Dolph Ziggler. So at the end of the day, I'm kind of glad that Dolph Ziggler got to get some type uh, of shine on the show. But all right. at the end of the day, he lost. So <laughs> okay, so what then, really matters at the end of the day is Keith, Keith Lee is getting to that point of getting to the title. So okay. he's going to have to take a couple of beatdowns, but as long as they don't beat him, he should be all right. All right. That's, well, then, hey. then we had Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. This one went like 30 okay. seconds because Kevin Owens got beaten up and then Randy just RKO'd Kevin and pinned him. That doesn't what even count. What are they really him. doing with Kevin Owens? But what are they really doing with Kevin Owens? And we all know well, the storyline is Orton is going to go face Drew at Class of Champions. So what are they really doing with Kevin Owens? They're well, building up Kevin Owens versus Aleister Black to be at Class of Champions. So you were, so. You were cool with this match going 30 seconds and not even getting a <laughs> Kevin mean, Owens-Randy really Orton match. They're they're really not doing anything with Kevin Owens anyway, so, hey, if he was to get squashed that fast, I mean, hey. Well, listen, Next. I, I, I got to ask you one question. I got to ask you one question. You're fine yes, with sir. Kevin Owens getting squashed because they're not doing anything with him, but you're not cool with I mean, Dolph Ziggler getting squashed when they ain't doing nothing with him? I mean, he needs some type of shine. They Look what he did on Underground. He's been beating dudes up in Underground for the longest time now, so... Hey, he came off underground kind of feeling strong and 
He got a little bit of offense with Keith Lee, but he didn't win. So look, hey. it, it, it <laughs> was not very creative. It was not very creative. It was very WWE. But what you're both forgetting about is the fact that Alistair Black is supposed to be looking like a badass psychopath, and it was a very uncreative way that yeah. they went ahead and did this. But you're forgetting about Alistair Black in this scenario too. Of course, he's supposed to be beating the hell out of Kevin Owens right now. Well, I will. I will yeah. give you this and let's call, Alistair. That's called Alistair Black uh, Metal Gear Solid because he's kind of looking like Solid Snake right now with that little eye patch that he got over his eye. I don't know. All right. <laughs> I don't know where they're going that with that. But... Here, listen. I'll give you this one. <laughs> I I enjoyed Cedric and the Viking Raiders versus the Hurt Business because they did a that totally a different match. kind of match. Cedric was never able to get a hot tag. And then when his when his partners were yanked off the apron, he rolled up MVP and pinned him. And what I liked best was afterwards... When MVP laughed at this young man tricking him and then wouldn't allow his guys to attack Cedric Alexander. I loved all of that. But then, caller, am I wrong? They went to commercial and yeah. came back and they beat him up backstage. Made him look like a geek. Did that because not happen? There's a swerve to that. There's a swerve. If, if you think about hood techniques, he's probably got jumped into the crew. So mm -hmm. they probably jumped him in. Somewhere down the line, Cedric Alexander is going to turn on ricochet and uh apollo creed i could see that happen now if they were to do that that would shock shock everybody that watches wwe and i assume that that's what they're going to do but what do you think because about my them, theory not attack them in the ring huh my theory is that it's going to be a swerve and ricochet is going to turn on all of them what would you think about that i mean that would be a good thing to do because they do It'll need be to Russo do something Riffin, ricochet yeah. off of his for where he came from and how great he is, that would be nice for Ricochet to get that heel turn. But I honestly see that they're going to have Alexander join that crew because they've been on him for the longest time to be a part of the Hurt business. So I could see that happening. Somewhere down the line, they're going to do a triple threat match, and then Cedric Alexander is going to flip and join with the Hurt business, and then that's going to set their stable. And hopefully they do some with them and don't be the next job squad to... <laughs> All right. Beat by everybody, well, but. what about the right squad and the Iconics? That match, please that defend match this was match. Terrible. Okay. That, was, that match was terrible. <laughs> I right. will agree with you. <laughs> but some AEW women's matches are terrible too. So we that's, gotta, that's, we gotta be fair. That's absolutely fair. true. I have, okay. I have never said that the AEW matches are great in the in the WWE. The, Hell the, no. Listen, the WWE matches. Uh, you take it easy. These, you take it easy on AEW when it comes to the women's division. I'll tell you this you right now. They need more time and the, all this. I never said they needed more time. If anything, I say they got enough time right. at two minutes. I did. I Mike might have. Some that's, of these people do. That's we'll on Mike. With, okay. We'll see with Thunder Rosa. Look, Thunder Rosa is not like she's, you know, Donna Cristinello as far as experience goes, but she's been out there a long time. She's a very good worker, and yeah, I think her and Sheeta are going to be great together, and it's going to show you the big gap and the big difference between, you know, Sheeta facing a Christy Janes and, and Christy facing an Anna Jay, and, and then her going out there against, you know, Rosa, I'm all for this. Now, I will say that I, I thought that Liv and Ruby looked good, but Billy, well, anyway, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, I know, I know people are mad at me, yeah, but they're, they're, uh, we'll <laughs> talk about it later. We had Seth and Dominic, which I, hey, listen, I'll give you that one. That match was really good. I, I, I woke up today yeah. to see everybody on our board talking about how Dominic sucks. He's got oh, a bad body. 
I was like, dude, yeah, that was a great match. Come on, Dominic is so good given his level of experience. If this were Seth versus David Flair in David's third match, I mean, this would have been the worst match of the year. (laughs) This match was fun. It was the best match on the show. So get out of here with this burial of Dominic. He's awesome, and Ray is great. Yeah, Dominic. Dominic is great for being green. And he he does an amazing job. He hasn't botched yet, but he's he's doing pretty good as out there as a rookie. So I I give him this credit. And Seth so deserves a ton of credit for having a good match with this kid. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then we had uh, the Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel in a tornado match that had no finish because a bunch of dudes ran in, and this led to Angel deserting his woman and zero follow up to Retribution. Zero follow up to what happened to his his woman. Zero follow up to the tag match, and then they just come back and we're just doing the show again. What did she call him? Restitution. Okay, but besides Repo Man, the story and all the interruptions when they were wrestling with each other, it was a great match until all the WWE ness happened. All right, so I thought it was all right. You can't say that that match. Yeah, that match was all right. It was a decent tag team match. They it was, always. It was. I will give you a decent tag team match. Yes, that's true. I, yeah. And then the main <laughs> event was Randy and Seth and Keith Lee, which was fine. But I don't think it was a showcase match for anybody. I don't think anybody stood out in that match. I don't think it was just there. And Randy Orton got a pin over Seth, and now he's the number one contender. But that's where we continue with the storyness, the or the storylines, I should say, because the storyline is Drew versus Randy Orton. They're going to Classic Champions, and I'm glad that they didn't pin Keith Lee to make him look weak, and they pinned uh, Seth Rollins instead. So Keith Lee is going to be all right. They're doing Would the you right not agree Keith that besides... Keith Lee shouldn't have taken an RKO there at the end? Shouldn't he have just been outside when they went to the finish? No, because then if they do that, then they'll then fans would be like, "What was the point of Randy Orton losing at Payback?" So, nah, they'll don't have Randy Orton beat or RKO Keith Lee when he could have easily done that at Payback when he just demolished Randy Orton. So let Seth get beat up. Boom! Randy gets the pin. Now he continue his story with Drew. Now where Keith Lee is going to go from here, I could see him turning Hill too and turning on Drew McIntyre because Drew might beat Randy at Clash of Champ- Champions. I, and then I'd be very surprised. Keith Lee versus Drew. I'd so, be very surprised. I don't know. I could, I, for some reason, with him coming to the main roster, how he's talking, his music, it's kind of seeming hillish. Like there might be a hill turn to come with Keith Lee and it's going to be Drew and Keith Lee. Hmm. I could see that happen. Well, oh, listen, I want to thank Donovan. you for the call. I want to thank you very much for the call. Excellent pretty- job attempting to defend Raw. He mostly just talked about how the matches weren't that bad, but I don't think anyone said the matches were terrible. Well, that's the Dave approach to talking about these shows now. It's- <laughs> Wasn't <laughs> that bad. The portions. <laughs> that's- but hey, in that scenario, though, with Lee, it's like, so then what, does DiJack come up as a good guy, which is not, you know, I, I, I no, no. Keith Lee should be the, one of their their big pushed good guys i mean they can they just don't have any they need as many stars as they can of any kind but their fan favorites are just they're laughable at this point by the way demi referred to them as retoration retoration that's what it was which i i had people say well brian you called them redemption when their name is dude at least i called them another actual word she made a word up there's no such word as retoration I don't know. Let me check my dictionary. And by the way, in there. by the way, according to to post wrestling, Retribution is now a raw exclusive. What? <laughs> they're they're 
I mean, dude. I should have kept their own video package. I should have so. kept the guy on the line yeah. for this. So Retribution debuted. You guys, remember this? There was an announcement on social media that they were going to debut on TV that night. They show up to just destroy television. So, like, somebody in the social media department is must be in Retribution in order for that to clear. So then they're beating up people on Raw. They're beating up people on SmackDown and running away. Then they got grounded for a couple of days because we didn't see him for two straight shows. And then they were back last night, and now we, we find that they are they are brand loyal brand destroyers. They're loyal to Raw. They only will destroy Raw. They're not going to destroy SmackDown anymore. That's very nice of them. I had to do a break, everybody. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409-That's 800-709-4409. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. You know, I, I didn't get a chance to talk about this with our caller in the last segment, who did an excellent job, by the way. He stood his ground. But one of the things, that I, there's a reason that even when like the, the matches aren't bad, it's still I get so irritated. And if you if you can ignore this, which Dave can, by the way, then knock yourself out, but I can't. When they do five minutes of entrances, they ring the bell, they go 30 seconds, and they go to commercial, and they come back, and we've missed four minutes of the match. We have no idea what happened. We have no idea why they're getting heat on somebody. They don't tell us. It's so irritating to me as a fan. Like, I can't even enjoy the wrestling without an ill-placed commercial break. Dominic is selling, selling. Dominic does one dive to the outside, and all of a sudden, I'm watching some commercial for Chili's or whatever. And then they come back, and he's getting beaten on again. It's like, you went to commercial in the middle of this kid's comeback when he's flying around, and you come back to show me him laying on the mat, selling his leg or whatever. Like, no other promotion ever it can't figure out how to do a, a, a commercial break. So, no, that, that, that I, I can't enjoy the matches because I don't get to see most of the matches. I have to sit there and watch commercial breaks at the worst possible time. You're not watching a pay-per-view of all matches. You're watching a television show when the announcers don't have any credibility. Storylines don't tie together. There's this, there's that, there's the third. And on top of it, then you have those breakups in the matches. Yeah, it makes it for very difficult viewing for a lot of us. And listen, even if you're the hardest core WWE fan, even if you're like our caller, I mean, I'm a bad guy for saying that I prefer to watch the whole wrestling match. Instead of having a commercial break right in the middle of it, I'm a bad guy for that. Let me tell you something, everybody. I'm not. He's a bad guy for a lot of other. I'm a things. bad. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of other things I'm a bad guy for, but not that one. Right of time. I want to thank Mike as always, callers and listeners. The Mightier 1090 Sports Byline, Twitch.tv, F4W Video. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.